he really got me. You know, I think it's because he was gay. Got the nuances more. a gay mickey gotta get a gay well hello and welcome to another episode of in the details a celebration of nuance where each episode i queen out on all of the acting choices micro moments and magic of the minutiae that make a scene great my name is colin trucker your name is barbara bell gettys and today tonight whenever you're listening to this it is the second annual nuances here at In Details, my friends. This is this is the award show that all the award shows lead up to. I know there's the Oscars, but I feel like the Oscars are the after party to the nuances. The Oscars are kind of like it's kind of like when you go to a house party. The Oscars is like everybody in the living room just like standing around, and the nuances is everybody in the kitchen getting high. And so that's kind of how I like to see it. Um, if you're a listener of Best Supporting Podcast, which is my other podcast with Nick Kachanov, uh, we like to talk about the Westons, which is our own celebratory award show for um, Best Supporting Actress uh, types and moments and really any opportunity to celebrate women, uh, especially the award show's namesake, Celia Weston, who somehow has not ended up on In the Details at all yet. I mean, as like a, as a, a point of... It's a point of interest, though I feel like at some point in 2020, I am so overdue to discuss the movie In the Bedroom, which is where I discovered Celia Weston, and there is so much. There is so much in that movie. There is Sissy Spacek slamming the plate. You let him get away with everything. Anyway, uh, that is not what we're here to talk about today. We are here. We have a, we actually, we have a, we got to get going because before you know it, I'm going to be getting played off trying to announce nuances. The news is going to be trying to start. We're, it's just going to be chaos. So uh, I am going to not stall us, delay us any further. And we're going to get into, um, well, hold on, record scratch. You know what the nuances are, right? I know I just did like a whole kind of like vague uh, introduction, but like I did it once before. And it's really just where I look back on all of the episodes that I have done this past year, and I pick out my favorite moments, and not my favorite moments of, like, me. Like, oh, here was that part where I was really insightful, or oh, man, why was really funny. Um, it's more of, like, when I look back on all the nuances that I celebrated this week, this week, <laughs> this year, um, this piece, uh, I these are the ones that stand out to me. These are the ones that I want to revisit. All of them are winners, you know? I mean, I think if I go through the list, I've probably named almost every episode I've done this year at some point by the end of this episode. So it, I, I like to consider it kind of the, like, you know, the Montessori Award show. Everybody wins, you know? Uh, it's, I don't know. Is that, that Montessori is more like play, play to learn. But I'm, I'm sticking with it. I don't know. Um, anyway. That is a weird tangent. So let's get into the nuances, my friends, and let's stop trying to figure out what Montessori schools do. So before, you know, last year, if you remember, there were five nominees that sort of enter a hall of fame of nuances. But of course, there's always honorable mentions as well. And uh, I, I, they did not make the list because they didn't make the list because there's only five slots. And I like to keep it competitive. I like to keep 
everyone on their toes. I know everybody, again, has been waiting patiently. These, uh, these three honorable mentions, unfortunately, did not make the finalist list for the nuances. They are deeply loved and deeply appreciated. They wouldn't have made this list if they weren't. But we're going to just look back fondly, very briefly, you know, with a few tears in our eyes, remembering moments from this year, such as Amy Poehler talking through tears in wine country. And of course, let's go to, let, let, let's roll the tape and let's remember when Amy Poehler talked through tears in wine country. I'm sorry, let's not fight. This time together is supposed to be special. Oh my God, Naomi, we're not fighting. We're just talking. That's what life is. Well, it's very negative. No, well, life is negative. That's what Brene Brown said. That's exactly what she did not say. I mean, what is negative in your life right now? Okay, you've, you've got amazing friends. you got a great career. No, I don't. Okay, I lost my job, all right? And it's really stupid to even cry about it. Shit, I mean, people are starving in the world and there's earthquakes and people are shooting at each other. I'm crying about my stupid, poor job. Oh, Abby, honey, that doesn't mean your feelings aren't valid. That's exactly what white privilege is. Plus, what are we doing to the environment? I mean, we can't, there's no fish anymore. All the plastic is filling up in the ocean. There's like one rhinoceros left. What the fuck? And of course, if you have no idea where this nuance is coming from, you can just go back and check out the Midsummer in Wine Country episode where I discuss the movies Midsummer and Wine Country. Um, another honorable mention that unfortunately did not make the list, but I I couldn't I couldn't let this episode go by without sending some love off to D Wallace as the final mom in Cujo. I I have loved this performance. I've loved her as an actress. I feel like because she was the mom in E.T., she's always just been this, like, familiar figure in my life. And, uh, you know, my friend D. And I just think that what she did in Cujo, I think, like, she went to a 27, which is, of course, you know, the most important thing to me, the most important thing in the nuances. But I also feel like in terms of horror movies, it's, you know... Uh, I'm always pleasantly surprised to see a really in-depth, nuanced performance in a horror movie, and especially if it's a woman. And I feel like Dee Wallace kind of like sets the bar, and uh, I think it's it's much earned that Stephen King has said that her performance is his favorite performance of all of the adaptations of his work. So congratulations, Dee Wallace, for your participation at the nuances. Please feel free to uh, serve yourself at the buffet stand. Um, Pigs in a blanket are for everybody, even honorable mentions, you know? Um, speaking of other honorable mentions, the final honorable mention this evening of the nuances is, of course, Cheetah Rivera sitting on the stairs like a child of divorce in the middle of Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon in Fosse Verdon. It, this scene, of course, is from the miniseries of Fosse Verdon. It's like the sixth episode, the nowadays episode the episode of In the Details, if you want to hear me break down this scene beat by beat, is Cheetah in the Middle. And I love this moment, and I love this performance, because even though the scene is so much about Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon, I love that there is an opportunity for an emotional storyline for Cheetah Rivera, for someone who is a secondary part of this conversation, but is still relevant. I love that the scene finds moments that are actually about Cheetah or that there is an energy between Cheetah and Bob, you know, and, and an interaction between them that creates its own little storyline. And 
that's what excites me the most, I think, is when a supporting character gets to do heavy emotional lifting. And I think that this was in in what is overall an incredible miniseries. And obviously, Michelle Williams won every award she should have won for that performance. Um, this scene is just such an expert example of that thing, of giving the supporting character some moments. No, it's a good song. Um, let's do it again. This time, let's have Gwen and Sheeta switch off verses. Gwen, you take the first one, Sheeta, you take the next, and they do the last section together. Bobby, th this is Roxy's song. I mean, it's, it's Gwen's song. Yeah, I think we should hear you do it together. Danny? We wrote the song for Roxy, Bobby. It, it, it's her show, and no, she, actually, she's earned the right to finish it. John, it's, it's not her show, it's their show. Uh, it's a good song, could be a good ending. Just give it a song, Bobby. I'd really like to listen to you do it together, Belma and Roxy. Let's see if it works. This is ridiculous. And now before we move on with our show, we have just a word from our sponsors, and we will be right back. Don't you swear at me, you little shit! Don't you ever raise your voice at me! I am your mother! Do you understand? All I do is worry and slave and defend you. And all I get back is that fucking face on your face. So full of disdain and resentment and always so annoyed. Well, now your sister is dead. And I know you miss her. And I know it was an accident. And I know you're in pain. And I wish I could take that away for you. I wish I could shield you from the knowledge that you did what you did. But your sister is dead. She's gone forever. And what a waste. If it could have maybe brought us together or something. If you could have just said, I'm sorry, or faced up to what happened, maybe then we could do something with this. But you can't take responsibility for anything. So now I can't accept. And I can't forgive. Because... Because nobody admits anything they've done! Thank you. Um, so now, uh, one more segment we have before we get to the nominees is just a moment of dedication to all of the guests that were on in the details this year. I did not start this podcast thinking I'd even have guests, and then it was just kind of something I tiptoed into and this year has just been rich with guests. And so was last year, honestly. But um, I think that I would be remiss to not give a, a, a bit of a, a montage here. You know, sometimes they do an in, an in memoriam. Well, this is a more of like a in memoriam when they were on in the details. And these are just some highlights from some lovely guests I had this year, uh, including Leanne, Johnny, Vigor, Stacy, Nick, and of course, my boyfriend, Jonathan. Rhonda does uh, like a being there to Muriel. I mean, basically she fills in all the gaps. When Ida looks at Taffy, she doesn't see an extension of her captor. She sees this kind of different person. And I kind of feel like that's that, the niceness of Edith Massey shining through almost, like in this character. The thing that I think that's really interesting too is that it feels like the focus shifts so often you're not entirely sure who the final girl is gonna be. Right. And right. I like that. God, every frame. Every actor, every moment of this film is just breathtaking. Like, it is absolutely a masterpiece. In a way, these all these people dealing with grief in, to some extent. Because, yeah. I mean, you have, obviously you have 
uh, the characters in Broad Church that have obviously gone through this, but then the turmoil of that. But then in Fun Mom Dinner, they're all running away from how miserable their lives are. They're literally running at one yeah. point. Literally running. Yeah. I have I have a story about uh, Celia Weston to share with you. I've been, I've, I, yeah, I've been uh, saving it for the pod. thing is you know when i listen it's like all of these people are so much smarter than me and i'm so glad they came on here and just like elevated the game so uh and and of course you know nick and i are you know his his time on in the details was really just a turned out to be a bit of a trial run to see if we could be co-hosts because now we are doing best supporting podcast and at this point we're 15 episodes in and it's, it's great it's just it's been so much fun and i think um i would be remiss uh, to not mention best supporting podcast and Nick as as um, honorable honorable mentions as well at the nuances for really just kind of um, giving me another platform to celebrate nuance. So um, that of course brings us to the nominees. I don't want to say that there's a hierarchy, but I would say that there are there are a top two. I think that's fair to say. And and this is best of the best, my friends. This is best of the best. And so our first nominee for the nuances is Patricia Clarkson in her ridiculous, brilliant cameo in Broad City. Not just for the way that she sat on the stairs, not just for the way that she kicked the, the present on the floor, but for all of it. But I think specifically, I think what I will I love the most is is this ferocious argument with this with her son, and I I have to play my two favorite moments. This is really you know she she has two little nuances in her hand because one is for this. You think I like this? My only son having to lie to my friends about what my son does with his life is loser. Loser, 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 loser life. And the other is for this. Let me tell you something. I'm a very good mother. It's just sometimes you get a dud. A dud. So congratulations, Patricia. Sometimes you get a real dud, but not with you, my friend. Not with you. So the next nuancy goes to another performance that elevated horror, elevated women acting in horror in a different way, in its own little way. And that is, of course, Louise Lasser serving great depth on a phone in a robe in Blood Rage. I, I just, I appreciate that she knew that she was in something fairly shallow and she just had to start digging to create depth and she did i i i appreciate that these scenes were probably just filler because they needed to pad the movie a little bit but they're incredible they're gripping it blood rage is a movie now i should just stop here and say blood rage is no stranger to the nuances because if you remember from last year's nuances the theme song from Blood Rage was indeed a nominee. And so it, it feels really nice to kind of bring Louise in as part of the family, you know? And um, 
oh, oh, what's that? You want me to play the theme song from Blood from Blood Rage? Okay, you want me to play the theme song from Blood Rage? Okay, I can. We we're gonna have to go to a break soon uh, before we really get to our our top three. I think I'm gonna give us a top three. You know. Um, so before we do that, we're, we we need to give a moment of appreciation here for Louise on the phone, and for the the gravitas, the gravitas of Louise. Oh, a one woman show, truly. Look, you don't seem to understand. This is a real emergency. This is a real emergency. I mean, he is definitely there. He is waiting for my call right now. He is sitting there and waiting for my call. This is very important. Operator, I am begging you. This is a real, real emergency. What's the matter with you? And now by popular demand, what's becoming a tradition here at the Nuance is really a cigarette break, if you will. It was last year, uh, recycling that joke. But uh, for whatever reason, we need to stop now and play the theme song from Blood Rage before we get to the top three nuances. felt good um okay I, I i was saying i was thinking a top two and then i decided a top three and you're gonna understand why when i tell you who my top three is and why i really have to consider these you know they all would win they none i can't say one is better than the other i don't know maybe at least these next two because my next nominee for the nuances is alexis rose as played by annie murphy in schitt's creek and specifically, of course, the Good to See You, Mr. Bagel episode and her uh, confronting Ted at the vet's office about the mysterious text about the bagels. Um, you and Hev and the bagels. 
I Annie Murphy has been such a discovery for me through Shit's Creek. And I think I'm sure I've said this on that episode and it bears repeating that it's a it's a role that I did not think I'd even be interested in. I, I kind of decided like, okay, if I'm gonna watch Shit's Creek, I'm here for Catherine O'Hara and I'll probably really be interested in Dan Levy. But um you know, I mean, I feel like Annie Murphy, it's gonna be like, okay, that's maybe that maybe maybe that character will be funny to somebody else, but it's not my kind of humor. And it's so surprising how she is the most nuanced. I mean, the most of of little hand gestures and inflections and and uh, just mannerisms and things that just feel totally undirectable, things that are just so, it just keep informing her constantly. She's doing what Lisa Kudrow does in the comeback. She she's doing what Sandy Dennis does in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf or Ruth Gordon or like you know Geraldine Page. Like she's pulling from all of like I know that sounds haughty to say, but I really do think that she's she's meeting that same level of of lived in acting. I think that Alexis Rose feels so much more. I'm not saying like a real person, but like very lived in i feel like she's not just doing a voice she's not just saying funny lines like there's certain ways that alexis stands ways that she uses her hands the little t-rex hands um, ways that she plays with her hair there's so much more to that character that's informed by the way that she just exists in annie murphy's body and i am i'm so we talk about this on best supporting podcast but one of like the um the gold standards, like what makes someone a best supporting actress is that you're excited to see them. You like you you look forward to when they show up in a scene again. And I think that's um you know, with Shits Creek coming back for the final season, I'm most excited to see what Annie Murphy's gonna do. So congratulations, Alexis. Congratulations, Annie. Tomato Tomato, you both are amazing. You should have just texted. You didn't have to come all the way down here. Well no um, as I was saying, I was in the area. So I just wanted to pop in and see the look on your face when you realized that you'd sent the text to the wrong person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. um, hey, I'm, I'm sorry if, if I haven't been in touch as much recently. Oh my God, please, please. Um, I should get out of your hair, but it was good to see you, Mr. Bagel. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's a you and Heather thing. But now that you texted me, it's kind of like an all of us thing. So, have a great afternoon today. And now that, of course, brings us to our next, our penultimate nuance I She almost won. She almost won for the contribution that she has had to this podcast and to my life this year. And that is, of course, Miss Olivia Coleman. I think 2019 was really about discovering, after seeing The Favorite at the end of 2018, discovering... How, how crazy talented she is in 2019 with Broadchurch and now The Crown. I, I've got, of course, Fleabag. I'm just in awe. And, you know, she popped up in a couple of episodes uh, this year. Uh, some uh, great moments from Olivia Coleman and Broadchurch from both season one and season two. I think let's, let's, let's listen to the season two moment. I feel like that one... That's the one we're gonna. That's the one we're gonna highlight. So let's give a little moment of appreciation for this excerpt from her season two Broadchurch "I Am Your Mother" moment. I will wait here. Just hang on for one minute. Now, oh, before you say anything, I don't want to talk to you. Sit down. Sit down. 
Do you see what you put Mark and Beth through? He wouldn't be up there if it wasn't for you. I know you want to protect your father, but he is a murderer and a shit, and he deserves none of your feelings for him. Look what you ended up doing. You lied on oath in a court of law, and I hope you're ashamed. Are you? Are you? Yes, yes. Right, well, you are coming home with me tonight, and we are going back to the house. No, we're not. Yes, I... we are, because I am your bloody mother! And if I have to drag you kicking and screaming, I will! Your father has done enough damage, and I will not let him destroy us too. Do you understand? Yes, Mum. Good. You know, what's kind of ironic is that last year's nuances, this same placement, the sort of penultimate role, was Tony Collette, I Am Your Mother, who, of course, is now uh, this episode's sponsor. I don't know how that happened. But, uh, yeah, how do you like that? This is the mother spot. So, who knows? Maybe every year it's some variation on someone in declaring that they are somebody's mother. We'll see. We'll see if I can find more examples. Um, Now, the winner, I don't want to say the winner. That's not really what it is. But I would say our final nuance, and really, we are saving one very special to the end. And of course, there is one more award after this. Don't forget, there is the Beastra Straight Award for Excellence in Nuance. So don't forget that. Don't pack up and leave as soon as I announce the final name here. We've got a little bit more show. So... Our final nuancey nominee was actually a bonus episode this year. Uh, it was kind of a, I was like, well, I'm going to just do this weird thing and see what happens. And it gave me an appreciation, a deeper appreciation of a woman. is of course the curtain queen of Coventry, Rhode Island with those kids that she insists needs to get down here and see all these curtains that she's got. I I just, I love this woman. I just think that she is committed. She is committed to selling the shit out of these curtains. I just, I feel like this is her year. This is her moment. I just, I want her to know that she's been appreciated for all of her efforts to sell curtains at the Quality Curtain Outlet in Coventry, Rhode Island. So uh, I believe we called her Rose. Rose, this one's for you. Now let us, let us all bask in awe of those gorgeous, gorgeous curtains. This is the only place to come for curtains, though. Believe me, you may the want to say only it's, worth the trip. Yeah. it's more than worth the trip. Yeah. Believe me, a lot more. This is unbelievable, this place. It is more than worth the trip to come here for curtains. It really is so gorgeous. Matter of fact, I gotta continue. <laughs> yeah, why not? For the winter, I'm not putting up my other ones. This is the place to get something so different, so beautiful. The quality, so gorgeous for what I see here though. It's crazy, what she's got is beautiful. That's why this is the only place to come for curtains, believe me. The only thing is, it's a good thing I don't work here. My paycheck would be on every single curtain in this place. That's my problem. It's so pretty, look at that unbelievable I picked the right ones I have to say the truth I have picked the right ones it's so pretty now of course we like to wrap up the night with a very special award that is of course the Beatrice Strait Award for Excellence in Nuance last year's winner was Zora Lampert the star of Let's Scare Jessica to Death and a really great Goya Beans commercial good 
You have a can of Goya beans in the house, but are you tossing them into your salad tonight? Tossing them into your tuna? Adding them to your meatballs? Your soup? Your rice? Good. You're not just knocking them out with great taste. You're giving them fantastic nutrition. High potassium, like banana. High fiber, like bran. High protein, like meat. But no cholesterol. Now, if one can of Goya beans in the house is so good, what if you had the whole Goya beanery? Goya. Oh, boy. And a very special name was mentioned at the end of last year's Nuances. It was a watch out for this one. And if you're a listener of In the Details... God bless you. But also, you may be thinking, huh, there's a, there's a name that has, that has not been nominated. I'm surprised she was snubbed. And um, I hear you. But she's getting the Beatrice Strait Award for Excellence in Nuance because I couldn't pick one moment. I couldn't find one nuance or the reel that we would play for her for her moment would be too long. And so it just makes sense that this year, for her impact on my life and her impact on this podcast, and really anyone else who's listened to this podcast, um, congratulations, Miss Barbara Harris. Now, of course, the ironic thing is that Barbara Harris never wanted to win any awards for her work, so I'm not going to humiliate her with a long speech, but I am going to play this clip of her from her Oscar-nominated performance in Who is Harry Kellerman, and why is he saying those terrible things about me? Because this is... This, ha- this moved very quickly into the list of some of the best performances I've ever seen. Mr. Listen to me, I'm still auditioning. All the time I think I'm auditioning. I wake up in the morning and the whole world says, thank you very much, Miss Densmore. That'll be enough for now. I'm crying so hard, one eye at a time. Hey, can I get you some coffee? Hmm? Something you like? No, mostly I'd like to get my hand off this lamp. I have to go back to work soon. I'm a corporate librarian. That's a file clerk. With only three good notes, you have to back yourself up with something. (laughs) I think I'll be able to get this lamp in a taxi. Crying from the other eye now. These, these auditions, uh, I don't blame you. No, no, it's not the audition. It's not that. Then why are you crying? <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm 34 years old today and I'm not prepared. I'm prepared for 22. Right now, I could do a great 22. I woke up this morning, and all of a sudden, I was not young. I I was not old, but I'm all of a sudden not young. Sure, you're young. Not young enough for this dress. Not young enough to be a corporate librarian with three good notes and a briefcase full of opera. Mister, I don't understand what happened to the time. Well, folks, it has been an action-packed evening. 
or afternoon or morning whenever you're listening to this and i have enjoyed looking back on these nuances and celebrating them with you so this year i am looking forward to digging into more nuances more acting choices more magic of the minutiae with you and i definitely want to hear about what you want to hear about i want to hear about who got snubbed for nuances i want to hear about uh you know who your winners are uh i want to just yeah just say hello i don't care drop me an email at in the details pod at gmail.com or you can follow me on twitter at colin drucker or instagram at colin drucker underscore of course you can also find me on all right mary talking about drag race and drag competition reality tv shows and you can find me on best supporting podcast talking about best supporting actresses um again thank you so much careful even here parking is validated no honking be kind to each other And uh, we'll see you next year.